This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back on 7-9 of the Ticket. Ethan Skolnick here with Chris Perkins. We are out at American Airlines Arena for the first of perhaps an annual event, Heat Culture Day here on the steps of the AAA, and we are joined by, what do we call you, the grandfather of culture? Is that uh, would that be a good title for you? <laughs> There's been a lot of different names thrown around. OG, grandfather, culture, last samurai. Uh, Let's just keep getting bigger and bigger. That's uh, that's Udonis Haslam. Any of them you like? Um, I can stick with the OG. Okay. Yeah, I can stick with the OG. That's the old school. Yeah, that's, that's, the, the, yeah. that's the old school. I can stick with the OG. Just coming up, being a younger guy, you always looked up to the OGs around. You know, got a lot of knowledge, the do's and the don'ts of how to survive in the game. So I can stick with OG. Who were your OGs? You, Brian Grant, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I was fortunate, man. I mean, I look back on the people that I had the opportunity to experience and, and learn from. And, you, yes, Brian Grant, um, definitely Eddie Jones being a yep. South Florida guy. You know, but then you talk about the opportunities to play with, you know, Steve Smith and Shaquille O'Neal and, you know, Gary Payton. And, I mean, the list I mean, is Bimbo Coles Bimbo, was here. Bimbo yeah. Coles, yeah. you know, I mean, I just – I can keep going on and on. Yep. Shannon Anderson, yep. uh, you know, having the opportunity to be around Christian Leitner. You know, I just, I've, I've been, I've been fortunate, you know, and I took a little bit from each one of those guys. When did you feel you made the transition to somebody that was, instead of looking for that kind of advice, to somebody who other guys were looking to to get that kind of advice? This year. <laughs> That's easy. This year was, you know, because even last year, you know, we had Joe Johnson, you know, um, Luau, you know, guys like that, you know. So, you know, those guys were, you know, or, or you know, Joe is, is my age. Uh, you know, Lou, we still, that's still up in the air. But. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen a birth certificate yeah, yeah, on that we one. Can't, we, ain't quite, we ain't got down to the bottom of that yet. But, uh, you know, but uh, you know, I just had an opportunity, you know, to, to play with guys around my age. But this year was literally nobody, you know, around my age. So, you know, the OG thing kind of stuck. But, uh, you know, it was fun. It, it was fun. What are ways that you look around, just around here, and, and measure your career and, and say, man, things have changed? Because as we look at these condos and these, you know, when you, your rookie year, this, this was a parking lot over here. And there's buildings, maybe people you see in the arena, security people, or the way the, the Champions Alley wasn't there at first. What, are there things that you can measure your career and look around and go, man, I've been here a minute? The way people dress. <laughs> Number one, the way the, the way the guys dress coming in the locker room now, as opposed to you know the way you know the guys dress when I first came in, or even the way you know I dress or, or, or anything like that. You know, um, that that's the biggest thing that I notice is this. You know, the fashion has changed. Um, you know, as far as you know, the city of Miami. Yeah, I look I look around and I see all these buildings coming up. I see, you know, Wynwood being a tourist attraction yeah. now. When couple years ago ain't no tourist if you got caught in Wynwood you was a tourist you was lost right, right, exactly. so you was not right. trying you was not trying to be you was not trying to be there on purpose right, that was hit, an accident you were hitting the and GPS you were trying to get the hell out of there so you know I look at all those different things and the things that's going and how everything's changing and um you know 
I accept it. You know, I think, you know, today's society, you know, I tell my son all the time, today, today's youth are built on fast food and social media. <laughs> so, you know, I, I accept it and, and I kind of understand it. But there's parts of, of things about me and things about, you know, that have been instilled in me that I've learned that regardless of how times change, you know, that'll never change. I'm talking to Udonis Haslam here down at American Airlines Arena for the first Heat Culture Day. When did you feel like this team this year started to get it? Was it at 11 and 30, or was it earlier than that, that they sort of understood the work that needed to be put in? I think it was around that West Coast trip that we took. Um, you know, uh, I think we only won one game uh, out of that trip. We, we ended up winning at Sacramento. Uh, we went to uh, the uh, Lakers game, and we lost. And we had a really, really intense practice the next day, and guys got after each other, and, you know, uh, Tyler actually spoke up, you know, that practice. And, you know, that was the first time Tyler had actually been vocal about things. And, you know, at that point, then it started to be clear that, you know, there was leadership at all levels and, and that anybody could step up and take the floor um, because the only way we're going to get this done is, is together. And, um, you know, the thing was that the, t- the message from Tyler was that, like, listen, man, we're 11 and 30. Like, you know, we don't we, we have no clue. You know, obviously our way is not working. So, you know, we need to start listening and, and being more attentive and, and obviously not just listening, but translating some of the things that we're doing in practice and some of the things that we're talking about, translating that into, uh, you know, production on the court. UD, there's always this image of, of you being the guy of, of wisdom who talks to the players. How many individual one-on-one times do you meet with a specific player throughout the season and how do you pick those spots i guess it's different with everybody if you choose to talk to them yeah i've had i've had, I've had my interactions with everybody on separate occasions and it's just it's all based on how i feel you know it's a feeling um uh one thing about me is uh you know i i pretty much pay attention and i see everything i notice a lot you know I'm, i pay attention to body language uh you know, a lot of different things like that. So just when I feel like a guy is a little confused or frustrated or, you know, losing a little bit of confidence or, you know, it might be something that has nothing to do with basketball. It might be something that's just off the floor. You know, I'll send a couple of texts out to a guy. You know, I'll reach out to a guy uh, after practice, before practice, prior to practice, whenever the situation may be on the road. I might go out to dinner with a guy or a couple guys. So, you know, wherever I see fit, you know, it's not really a, a, a blueprint to it. You know, I just I just figure it out. You've made the playoffs, uh, what, in all but three seasons since you've been in Miami? Is that right? Yeah, I was going to say two, but I figured, <laughs> I, I, figured, I figured I couldn't get one past you. So. No, 2007, 2008, and then 14-15, uh, right? Yeah, I tell everybody else, too. Okay. I can't, all right, we'll I can't, go. I can't trick you. All right, this will be three now. Um, are you watching? Are you watching Dwayne? Are you? Yeah, uh, I'm watching. I'm watching. I mean, I'm not surprised. You know, I, I you know, I don't want to jinx nothing, but, you know, if, if I was a betting man, my money would have been on Chicago. Mm-hmm. UD, who has more rings than you from, from Miami, um, like like local local guys in, in any sport? Have you ever thought about that? I mean, football, the UM guys, you might be the net, the – no, nah, I don't. I don't think about it. You know, I, I mean, as as far as you know, I'm concerned. Um, I mean, the history of, of, of Miami sports, in, in my opinion, is second to none. So I just put us all in the box and you know throw us all in there. And you know, if you shake us all up, you know, I think South Florida sports is, is second to none when you combine the, the, the success of you know the, the Marlins and you know even the Florida Panthers have had some success and. You know, you talk about my Dolphins, even though, you know, 72 was a long time ago. I'm still riding with that. I ain't, I ain't letting go of that. That's undefeated, and we're going to stick with it. You uh, you happy about what's going on down at UM? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm real happy. I'm real happy. You know, I think Mark Rick's going to do a great job, continue to do a great job. Uh, you know, still sitting back watching, see what the quarterback situation is going to be down there. Brad Kai is leaving. Um, but so they got like know. six guys competing for that yeah, spot right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of guys competing for that spot. But I'm sure Coach Rick will do his due diligence to make sure he has the right guy for the job. But, you know, the talent is obviously there. Um, you know, we're we looking forward to that Florida State matchup again. You made it clear you want to play. You want to keep playing. How much longer and kind of what is the process for you this summer? I mean, I just stay ready. You know, I already, I, I'm already in the gym working out. You know, for me, um, I explain to people, you know, when you get to this stage of your career, you got, you got, you got two choices. You know, either, you know, you, you, you stick around and you're in a rebuilding situation, which you're probably going to have to, probably going to have to sacrifice playing time because rebuilding, it means the young guys are going to play and get that experience. Or you go to a championship uh, team or a team that's a contender and you might get minutes. Most likely you're going to get minutes because they're going to look for what a guy like myself brings to the table. Because um, I look at all the guys around the league that's my age and all of them in the playoffs right now. When you say David West, when you say Matt Barnes, when you, when you say uh, Jason Terry, when you say um, um, Jamal Crawford, when you say Vince Carter, and those, those guys are not rebuilding. They're going for it right now. So, uh, you know, I have a choice. We either rebuild, which this is this is my home and this is where I want to be. And um, I love being a part of that process. Um, but I come in and prepare myself to play. And, you know, if it's a situation where, you know, I'm asked to play, I have to be ready. So, you know, hopefully it's here and I can be a part of this rebuilding process and continue to help these guys grow. Um, but I also have to push myself in order to be prepared to play if coach calls my number uh, here or if I have to be in a situation where I have to be in another opportunity. Um, it's only going to be a contender. It's not going to be another rebuilding situation. Yeah, I was going to throw Vince Carter in there, but I didn't know if you'd be offended. Vince, Vince is 40, so I didn't know. No, so I no, said. I mean, no, I still count Vince in there, man. Like I said, I, I mean, you know, I look around. Like I said, all the guys are in my situation at this age. Nobody's talking about rebuilding. Those guys are going for it. You know, they understand that. You know, they only have a few more bullets in the chamber. So, you know, they ain't, they ain't saving nothing. Right. You know, they ain't saving nothing. What's your ideal role uh, next season? I mean, I, I love the mentorship role. You know, I love being a part of those guys' mentorship. I love watching those guys come full circle. I love being a part of their maturation. Um, but at the same time, you know, I can still contribute on the basketball court, and that's where people get it confused. They think because I don't play, I can't play. And, you know, God forbid I ever had to go somewhere else. They'd be like, damn, I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't just look like this for 36. It's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the reason why I'm in such great shape and I look the way I look is because I work my ass off, and if my number is called, I can contribute. You know, nowadays, I had a conversation with Jason Kidd before the Milwaukee game. Nowadays, five points and four rebounds get you 60 million. I could do that. I could do that. Sleep. Five points and four rebounds nowadays get you $60 million nowadays. And you think I can't do that? And you can pay me half that. So, you know, I can still play this game. Man, and I'll be ready, and I, I want to be a part of this process and grow and, and finish here with the Heat, man. I started something here, and it's only right that I finish here. But obviously, there's always a nasty business part that gets caught in it. So hopefully, we'll work it out, and, and it happens the right way. That three almost went down when uh, man, when you I've got been in working. I've been working on that for like three or four years. That's one of the things people would be like, "Damn, I didn't know he could do that." <laughs> be the next James Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Udonis Haslam here at Heat Culture Day. Nobody better to be an ambassador for the organization. We appreciate you taking the time, UD. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back on 7 Eye of the Ticket. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.